Bring more headphones. <laughs> I, feel, I, I feel left out. You feel left out, bro? Don't feel left Don't out. Feel left What's out. going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome again to the Opinionated Brother Podcast. What's your boy, Devontae? Episode 104. What's happening, everybody? We got a special guest in the building. My boy, AK, Uncle AK from the Stuck in the Middle Podcast is with us again. Yes, sir. What's going on with your family? Man, I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. We're out in this joint taking shots of... Yeah, we we taking Malibu. shots of Malibu Black right now. Black, right. Right now it's eleven fifty in the morning. Yeah, I'll be to you. Yeah, period. And somewhere it's um it is uh five five o'clock, ten o'clock somewhere. So good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all my opinionators out there. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to y'all. Thank y'all for listening to me. If you are new to the show, welcome. If you are old to the show, or as I as I like to call y'all veterans, you know, thank you for rocking with me. You know what I'm saying, but if you um if you are new to the show, make sure you subscribe to all of them. Um, <clears throat> subscribing to us on all platforms: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all of those joints. Um, you can find me on my website at www.tyronzahicks.com as well. So, um, listen, man, if this week of 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 madness has not been too mad, it was it was a Halloween week. Um, First of all, before we even get into everything that we're about to get into, um, when AK come on came on the show uh, Thursday, I didn't give him the proper introduction like he needs to. Um, so, AK, go ahead and gas yourself. Tell the people at home who you are, what you do, um, <coughs> where you're from. You know what I'm saying? Give the people what they want, man. Yeah. Let them know what they need to hear, what you want them to hear, brother. Yo, 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 what are my people, man? They let me chill. But now, this is like one of the most difficult things to do, you know what I mean? And a lot of people come on um, stuck in the middle, right? Yeah. And I ask them, who are you? I yeah, say, yeah, example, yeah. Who is AK? You know? Right. Who is AK, like, man? Who is AK and all that stuff, man? They sit there for like a minute to collect their thoughts. They're like, that's difficult. Like, who is AK? Yeah. Hey, man, I'm just, a, I'm just a man out here, you know what I mean? Just trying to survive the streets, man. It's hot out here. It's, it's really hard out here, you know what I'm saying? Trying to... Trying to meddle between life, mm-hmm. family, and and love. You know what I mean? Trying to just trying to find myself between all those things. You know, um, I love family, man. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that was big to me. And also love knowledge, man. You know what I mean? Reading, listening to podcasts, listening to books, uh, talking to people. You know what Absolutely. What I'm when I realized that you went Grand Rapids, I was like, "Fuck, man, I'm coming on this show, bro." Hey, you know, man, absolutely. I, I got to record somehow, something ah, down my home. Absolutely, man. I, I, I listen. This is this. Is, we would love to have you as a second home, brother. Hey, listen, you know what I'm saying? And, sun, and Sundays, man. I would try my best to always be here. You know, what Wednesday got to remind me on Wednesday though. Hey, man, leave, it's all good. Every time I leave work, I got that. Workout mentality. Listen, I'll be having that it's time to go home and go to sleep in that mentality, but I always know I gotta get to the to the bag here yep, yep. as soon as I get off work. Right. So right. I'm like, all right, so we record between six and seven ish, you know. Give mm-hmm. give a time to get get you know, unwind and everything, just getting off work and everything. Yep. But um what part of uh I know you answered this on on the uh on the After Dark show, but because we were just having so much of a good time and shit, I think it got lost in the filters the and everything. <laughs> yeah, just all in the sauce. Um, so where are you originally from? Uh, I was born in Cameroon. Okay. Central Africa. Most people think it's still a Shout out Africa. to the motherland. Yeah, shout out to the motherland, man. Hey, if you've never been, gotta go. Got beautiful women. Beautiful. The food, the food is unmatched. I don't care what you say. I say here. 
Period. The food is unmatched. Period. Uh, the safari. Don't be asking. It's 2019, man. Don't be asking people if they've seen a lion before. Like, yeah, I've seen it in the zoo. I wasn't born around them. I wasn't raised around them. I had to go to the zoo to see that. And I didn't even <laughs> see that shit until I came to the United States of America. So I was at work and somebody asked me that stupid question. I wasn't offended. I was just. Right. I just gave him that stupid look. Like, yeah. Like, what the, the fuck? fuck? Like, no, let's. <laughs> Watch TV or something. Oh my God. You know what I mean? But nah, Cameroon, um, when we first came to the, when we first came to the States, that's the family. Mm-hmm. Um, we we online in Maryland, so Maryland's home to me, you know, when, I, when somebody asked me, what part of the United States you're from? Right. You know, that's Maryland, the DMV, man. Shout out to the DMV, man. Shout out to the DMV, man. You know what the fuck that's all about, man. I mean, we're not going to get to that. No, not going to questions about that. Do not ask me questions about that. But I need answers. But yeah, man. But I mean, we here now. We in Grand Rapids. Um, I know, man. It's a small city. A lot of people still asking me just today, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Um, yeah, man. Because you, yeah, I'm telling you, because it's like me to AK. I was like, man, that's a dope black man, man. Like, just why the fuck is he here? And <laughs> it's not to say like, what are y'all doing here? But I just feel sometimes. Um, our talents can be better suited somewhere else um, mm. because it's such a bubble here. Right? It's not a. I tell people all the time: as soon as you cross over into Lansing, as soon as you cross over into Lansing, it's a whole different type of demographic. The, the radio stations change. Facts. You understand what I'm saying? So Facts. once you travel back from like the Detroit area, Flint area, Ann Arbor area, back to like Lansing, and then you cross over from Lansing to get here. To hear that stations change, so yeah. you that bubble is like right. you go right straight into that motherfucker. Right. So I'm like, it's a bubble here where it's just like uh, it's hard for us to kind of thrive. But I mean, we are it, it's progress. I've seen the progress. I've I've kind of studied the progress. But um, you know, I just I just I just be wondering like, what? Well, I'm about to go in a minute. So why the hell are y'all coming? Y'all, it's like y'all making me want to stay. Like, stop, dog. Like, chill out. Like, I listen. People got to get to this mentality, right? It's more of we all have different journeys in life. Yeah. Like, I come from a city where, um, in terms of you know sunrise sunset, I come from a city where the sun never sets, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It rose someday. I don't know what day that sun rose. Like, I feel I'm not here. I just came and met the sun burning bright as hell. Yeah. Feel me, and I just um, enjoyed experiencing that, that that sunshine with um, my tribe. And mm-hmm. my tribe, when I say tribe, like that's those um, brilliant individuals that right. hang around, right? You know? Because my my crew is literally hand selected. You know, what I'm saying Same. like for yeah. me to say, yo, like you, my friend, and stuff. Like we must have gone through thick and thin. Like, yeah, debated about. <laughs> All of that, you know, all of that stuff, all of that know, shit, toxic masculinity, absolutely, you know, all of that. Because I'm, I debate that with my old male friends right. too. You know, I mean, we talk about that. So for us to be able to, for me to say, you know, you're my friend, you know, I mean, we've passed all those different layers, mm-hmm. and I could, I, 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 I want to have that sense of, you know what, I could say any, like any fucking thing, and yeah. you're not gonna be mad. You instantly gonna be like intrigued, like, why the fuck did I say that? Yeah. Where am I coming from with what I'm saying? And we try to find those, um, the, the barriers, right, and bring them closer. Hence why, really, um, I adopted the whole Stuck in the Middle thing and made the thing, made right. the wave, you know what I mean? And, yo, y'all check out Stuck in the Middle, by the way. Shameless plug, SITM Podcast. Turn um, up. 
SITM podcast. Yeah, y'all so make sure y'all check out that podcast, check man. Out that podcast, man. Shout out Reflex. You know, that's my co-host. That's my uh, little brother too. You know, shout um, out to Reflex. Shout out to Reflex. You know, artist too. You know, what I mean, so Reflex R I F L E X R I. F-L-E-X-O-U. Yeah, check out some of music, man. You gotta know. I'm like, okay. Yeah, man. I'm like, all right. I'm jigging. I'm jigging a little bit. Well, listen, y'all. We got a show to get into. And like I said, it wasn't it wasn't too much craziness going on this week. But we still have some craziness to talk about. So, of course, we're going to get into the Halloween shit of what's been going on all this Halloween. A lot of people have been coming. Uh, with Halloween costumes, did you go out this Halloween? No. Did you? No. You don't. I don't do Halloween. Man. All right. He it's doesn't do Halloween. That's not his holiday. We're going to talk about some Airbnb drama. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about LeBron. We're going to talk about Trump. We're going to talk about the Golden State Warriors. Ooh, um, I like that one. Yikes. You know, things are not looking good at the dynasty. And I've said this before. I think the dynasty is crumbling. Um. Yeah, it's kind of it's it. Yeah, it's it's not looking good. When you feel like you're on top, never forget your humble beginnings. Because it's your humble beginnings that's gonna keep you up there. Yeah. You know what I mean, bro? There's one person in the league right now, right? Who's like my role model, son. And you know how people say, "Oh, this is my team. This mm-hmm. is my team." Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't gotta fucking dwell with the Wizards just because. Okay. Why? Why? I'm a DMV person. What? What is going on with them? Ooh, the Wizards? Yes. Well, my brother's in a better place to answer that question. But if you ask me something that's going on with LeBron, I'll tell you. Oh, Lord. You know what I mean? Because I'm a LeBron fan, bro. You know what I'm saying? You and Cordell, go, man. Oh, oh I don't gosh. want nobody to go, oh, man, you dick riding or whatever the fuck, you know, people <laughs> you this day. No. My dog, like, my um, ambition to succeed, right? Mm-hmm. It's seeing a human being who never, you know, um, Graduate. He graduated high school. Yeah, he did. He did, right? Oh, but he, he just never. College. He didn't yeah. go. He went straight Somebody to the league. Somebody who never went to college, making, you know, what I mean, doing all these different business deals. Yeah, you know, yeah. Bringing the people he was with too, along with him. I have that mentality of if I'm going up a ladder, right? I feel it. Ladder of success. Yeah. I ought to be able to reach back down right? and bring people and with bring me. People yeah, back. absolutely. Because bring the right people with you. Together we gonna stand. Divided we gonna fall. Yeah. And I wish most black people would keep that shit in their mind, bro. <clears throat> I wish. I wish. But yeah. Yeah. We'll get it someday, hopefully. Um the new Apple iPods, um, the AirPods that just Trash. came in. Um yeah, they look kind of wild. We're gonna discuss that. Um and then my MVP of the week is uh Mr. Jason Wilson. Um uh, if you don't know who Jason Wilson is, Jason Wilson is an author uh book that I just read called Cry Like a Man. Um what was it called? Let me, let me just Go to my Audible real quick. I read this book in two days, by the way. Like that's a lot of listening. Bro. Like it was a five-hour listening, um, and um, it's called "Cry Like a Man: uh, Fighting for Freedom from Emotional Incarceration." And uh, just it basically just tailored his life um, and um, how his grandfather was lynched. At a um, he saw his grandfather lynch. I believe he saw his grandfather lynch at the age of three, but he was three years. I, but I know he was three years old when his grandfather got lynched. Um, he said that they pulled him down from the tree. He was like, he wasn't dead yet, but he was about to go. And they took him to the jail. And they didn't put him in a jail cell. They didn't take him to the hospital. They put him on the bench, on the 
like put his grandfather on the bench to die and then allow family to see him. So it was a crowd of like, think about you on a bench about to die. And it's a crowd. It's not your family. It's a crowd of white men just looking at you. That's wild. You know what I'm saying? Like smirking, laughing, like, yeah, we got this. That's wild. You know what I'm saying? So um, recapping that and just um, understanding, you know, generational trauma, you know, of understanding like we, we as men have to let those emotions go. Right. We have to. And we. And through his, we're going to get into that today. (laughs) Actually, we're going to get into that today. Um, And he was a big part of the reason why I wanted to get into it. Because one, I I, I got on my women last week. You know what I'm saying? And women, it's not to say I don't love you because I do. I I wouldn't have did it if I did. Right? So as such, as y'all know me, I have to get on my men as well. Because men, I love y'all especially. You know what I'm saying? I do a black man win post at least once, twice a month to showcase black men winning. But it wouldn't be fair of me if I don't highlight the problems that I see with men and then problems that I see within my generation as men, as young men. You know what I'm saying? And this book just kind of opened that view for me. So I want to give Jason Wilson the MVP. I think y'all need to go read this book. I think a lot of men need to read What's this book. Uh, Cry Like a Man. Um, let, me, let, me, let me make sure. And while you're doing that, man, um, <clears throat> like <clears throat> most um, like the feminists and most women too would say, man, like um, men these days need to be able to express yeah, their feel. Absolutely. You know, express your emotions. You know, if you want to cry, my nigga cry. Shit, man. Like you're holding it for what? You got to. You got to cry. You got to let it go because that's all you're going to want. You got to. You know what I mean? Even if you don't want to cry in front of people, at least if if you're willing to admit to the fact that when you're in your own space, your center, I call it like my room, my bed. Exactly. Exactly. People can't even cry in there. When I feel like (laughs) that in my fucking room, the chairs come out. Yeah. And I'm not scared to say that. Yeah, you feel me? the tears come out. Yeah, shit is hard, and I think a lot of people do that. Shit I think a lot of us do that. You know what I'm saying? But um, the book is called Jason Wilson Cry Like a Man, uh, Fighting for Freedom from Emotional Incarceration. He actually has a dojo, um, in Detroit that he is um he needs a bigger building, and he's asking for one a uh, hundred thousand dollar donation. He has about eighteen thousand dollars of donated money already, so um, it's a dojo for young boys to come and not only learn martial arts. But to use martial arts as a filter so they can express their emotions, right? right? Aggressive emotions, passive aggressiveness, and just being angry. Like, you know, being able to fail and understanding that failure is the, is literally the stepping stool to success. Right. Right. And, and teaching them at a young age that. Because I don't think as young black men, especially in America at a young age, we got that taught to us. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we're going to get into all of that. And that's going into our opinionated topic of the week. Like, I want to get into why can't we cry like men, right? I did a, I did a, I did a podcast with my boy, Leon. Um, shout out to you, bro. Uh, congratulations on all the success too. Um, with him a year ago about picking up your crowns as men. Like we have to pick up our crowns as men. Like we have to act like Kings instead of sitting here no, I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. We have to be kings instead of acting like kings. You know what I'm saying? And for a long time, I had to re I had to think about the way I was wording things. Like 
Sometimes y'all acting and y'all not even acting greatly. So it's like, now it's got to step it up. You got to start being a king now. You know what I'm saying? You got to start living in in kingship. You know what I'm saying? And that's we what we were... Huh? Are we going to get to that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, we're going to get into all of that. Oh, but that's what me and my boy talked about last year. Like, we we have to start living in kingship. We have to start being how we want to see ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are kings. We are royalty. And we have to feel and honor that. Like, we have to sit here and look in the mirror and understand that we have flaws about ourselves and we have to check those at the door. We have to sit here and, to AK's point, we have to sit here and cry. Even if that's in your sanctuary. Even if that's in your room, you have to express your emotions, fam. And um, we're going to get into a lot of that again today in the opinionated topic of the week in the second half. Um, so let's get into it. My biggest loser of the week, though. <laughs> you know we got one, of course. Uh, um, my biggest loser of the week. I love him. I love him. He's a dope basketball player, man. But James Harden, he's my biggest loser of the week this week. Listen, it's not because of his play. It's not because of... Him and Russell Westbrook ain't got nothing to do with that. This man threw a temper tantrum. Okay? What for? I don't even know. I guess he got fouled. He didn't get called. You know how they do. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get called, you got fouled. And you know how you throw the ball? Like, you bounce the ball real hard when you get mad. Like, ah. He thought he was going to bounce the ball and the ball was going oh, to yeah, fly up. <laughs> James actually bounced the ball and the ball hit him in the beard. Now, if you don't call that karma, you know, stop. And and that, that should be a lesson to a lot of us, right? Take that as a lesson. Don't take that as an L. Take it as a lesson. Don't take it as a loss. Take it as a lesson. Stop getting mad over the little shit, right? And like I said, I'm a sensitive nigga. This is coming from a sensitive nigga. Just stop getting mad over the little shit. Bro, you didn't get it. Okay, you didn't get your file. It, like the NBA, <laughs> the, like I, I see what people are saying. I see what people, I see where people get at when 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 they make the comparison to the NFL and the NBA. And like, bro, they getting all these rules about hitting and touching and all of this good stuff. Like sometimes y'all go overboard. And 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 well known people like LeBron James and James Harden are the ones that will sit here and make a and make a foul look good. Like seriously, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to throw nothing, but man, they hit the flops and they get the fouls. And it and it also goes on just how big you are in the NBA as well. So if your name is bigger than the one who fouled you, then of, of course you got to then you get, you getting fouled. Do they even realize that? I think they do. I think that it, man, it's the NBA, bro. It's entertainment. You know what I'm saying? You got to. You got to know. You're LeBron. You're James Harden. You're the beard. Fear the beard. You know. But James, stop throwing temper tantrums, okay? It's not It's not cute. He's always been a different player to me. Like, he don't play defense. He don't. <laughs> he don't. Like, That's wild. He don't play defense. Lord have mercy. Uh, but James, just get it together. Um, speaking of NBA, let's just get into this NBA talk. The Golden State Warriors... The dynasty is looking dead, AK. It is, man. It's looking dead. It is, man. Now, I said at the beginning of the year, right? I think I had all my brothers in attendance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, I said, the Golden State Warriors don't look good. Now, I told my brothers off the, off the mic, I said, they might just be with Steph and Draymond. 
I said they just might be the seven AFC. Now Patrick was like, "No, nah, man, no, nah, bro. They, 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 they gonna be all right." And this was before Clay was announced that he was gonna be out for the entire season. So this was like, okay, Clay coming back maybe March, April. You know, they they had that time span. And he was like, "No, nah, that man, when Clay come back, they might be like, they might jump back up to like five or four. I'm mm-hmm. like. He was like he was like he was like six at the most. I was like okay okay. I, uh, me and Cordell was like uh, about seven eight. <laughs> he was like about seven eight. So when Clay got announced that he was out for the season, I said, oh yeah, it's seven and eight now. And that was it's, before last season was over, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh yeah, it's no, it was actually before this season oh, started. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. So once they counted him out for the season, it was like oh yeah, they getting seven and eight because I know Steph. Steph's going to ball. Steph's going to ball regardless. He going he going to put it up. Now that Steph is out with a broken uh, broken hand for about three, three to four months, uh, give or take. This dynasty is looking very, very just. It's crumbling. Let's 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 let's, let's um talk about Kevin Durant right being up. Oh, he was on Stephen A. He was on um. First yeah. take. I gotta, I gotta watch that. Yeah, because yeah. I on Instagram. I gotta watch that. But let's talk about the fact that he's not on our team no more. You yeah. feel me? Like that's a that's an elite player, dog. Like to me, and my humble opinion, he was the best player on our team. Oh, hands you know, down, hands down, best hands down, team. hands you know down. I mean? So I never understood the reason why, um, like you'd hear that like there's a little difference between him and Draymond. You know what I mean? I never understood that mindset. Like who said that? It was once on the internet that, yo, know, like, especially when it was something that happened on the court. Something happened on the court, and it was like, yo, know, Draymond and Kevin Durant got, like, this little back and forth. Oh, yeah, the back and forth, yeah, the back and little forth, beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for me, I'm like, hey, yo, man, if, I, if, if, if I'm if i on a team, right, of course I know my strength. I'm right. Weaknesses, right. Right. But then I'm looking at the next person next to me, like, oh, nah, that nigga's on a whole different level, bro. You yeah. You know what I mean? At this point, I'm not trying to create trouble with that nigga. Instead, I'm like, yo, my nigga's standing. How can you but that's not Draymond. Me? How can you bring me with you so we get this bag together? But you already know that's not Draymond. But that's because... what I'm saying. Like, this nigga's got to realize, yo, in life, they're going with people who are more elite than I am. Yeah. And I should be able to accept that. And Kevin and, and Stephen A. Smith asked Kevin Durant, was like, was that, or one of them, either him or Max asked, like, was the argument between you and Draymond the one of the reasons why you left. And he said, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, of course, because you're not going to disrespect me. I'm a man, right? You understand what I'm saying? And not to disrespect you, but I'm a better player than you. And um, if I'm a better player than you, no disrespect, on my back, like, don't get me wrong, everybody has their role. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And um, we just took shots. Yeah. <sighs> So, everybody has their role. But, if we know that Kevin Durant is going to take us to the promised land, let him do that. Right? Like, I get Draymond felt like you coming in as the rookie for our team, for our team dynamic. You don't know how our team dynamic goes. So, you're coming in as the rookie in the mind. Right? You don't know how our team dynamic goes. You you lost to us. You was you was up three one at OKC, and you lost to us four three in the Western Conference Finals. Then you then you came over. So you're the rookie to the team. You're not a rookie in the NBA. 
but you're the rookie to the team. That's like your thought process towards Draymond? Right. Okay, okay. Right. Uh-huh. So as Draymond, I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, you're the rookie here. Mm-hmm. We built this dynamic. We got what? A championship. We don't win. We're 73 and 9. We really don't need you for real. Right. Like if if we if we sit here if we sit here and 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 try to um we're, we're incorporating you the best we can, but I don't I don't we don't need you. We went seventy three and nine without you and beat you in the Western Conference, so we don't need you. However, Kevin Durant says, "Hold up, bro, hold on, pause, stop. You must not know who I am. Four time, five time leading scoring champ." Two-time MVP. Mm-hmm. I said he was like, oh, "I'm about to show your ass." Showed his ass. Got two championships. I don't like Draymond did his thing, but that was Kevin Durant. Both those championships were Kevin Durant. Him leaving because of Draymond, or or that being a, a factor, I would have left too. I would have been gone. And because of that, it's just like now everything just seems to be grumbling. So let's go back a little bit to that rookie thing, right? Bro, listen, man. I don't care who says what. It's fucking Kevin Durant we're talking about. Yeah. You feel me? I need to read what does not make the team. Yeah. It's a collective game, right? You got five on the basketball court. I don't care how much you can shoot. I don't care how much you can dribble. Let's even go all the way back to um, Jordan, and I'm not taking away from his eliteness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the other people around Scott Pippen, all the people, though, they made him too. Yeah. You feel me? They gave him that, they, 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 they enabled that leeway for him to be yeah. great. Yeah. Greater, yeah. greatest, whichever. But you know what I'm putting. But we're not in that era. But still, I'm just saying. Yeah, that, I, I, I get you. Yeah. I hear you. No. I, the, I, I would love. For more NBA teams to have that kind of team mentality to, okay, if I know you to, you're the best player, and I hear NBA analysts, which I listen to on a daily for years, mm-hmm. before I even got on the NBA team, say that you're the best player mm-hmm. on this team, and I have my role, I'm going to do what I can to play my role and elevate you so we can get to a championship. Right. right. You understand what right. I'm saying? And that's how it was. Up until the Draymond and Kevin Durant fiasco. And it just felt like Kevin Durant just was like, okay, this is business. Draymond and nuts kicker. <laughs> Yikes, man. Okay, so um, I think LeBron put, he shut us all up. Right? Especially shut my ass up. Because last week, I went at his head. The game against the Marvins? <sighs> no, no. Well, that too. But his first game against uh, Kawhi now. Okay. He had 18. Yeah, I seen that. I seen that shit on uh, first day. Yeah, I seen that shit on first day. And I was and, uh, like, oh man, Stephen um, A. went in his ass. Yeah, like, oh, he got man. in his oh, ass. Kawhi did da 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 da. So I'm just sitting here laughing. I'm he like, got in his ass. I'm like, Sin. I got in his ass too, bro. Because I knew because in the in the sense of, in the, in the scheme of things, I know LeBron is still the best player in the world, and as a still and as still in your 17th season. The best fucking player in the world. I love Kawhi. Kawhi's my best player on my list. Mm-hmm. But I still know that you're the best player in the world. There mm-hmm. is no way with a Paul George gone that y'all should have lost that game. Because you had 18 points. You had 18 points. I was so mad at him. I was so mad at him. I was like, 
Anthony got his. He got 25 and 10 and 6. Mm-hmm. You got 18. That's not you. How many rebounds? How many? Um, he had like, uh, he had tennis. He he was assisted like, he was magic up right. in that bitch. Right. But I'm like, this, this is crap. You got 10 assists by the third quarter. Right. Let me ask this question, right? And this is just me trying to make you see how LeBron plays, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I've always asked myself, dog, I know you can do this, but why are you not doing it? Yeah. You feel me? I always ask that. I've nigga. always asked, like, <laughs> literally, this past, um, the last game with the Mavericks, threw it down, uh, threw it down by three points. That nigga went off. He was driving to the rim, right? Mm-hmm. He could have dumped that shit anyhow he wanted. Mm-hmm. Or laid up anyhow he wanted. But he passed the ball to Danny Green. Knowing full of well that the person right in front of Danny Green could get that ball anytime. But he had, he had that, 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 um, First of all, he had that goal. Like, he, he had that vision in his mind. Like, yo, son, it's better to get that three than this two down by the make. Right. You feel me? Right. And also know, yo, Danny Green, like, he's a veteran. Oh, yeah, he's he a know. veteran. Oh, he man. knows what the fuck is up. And, and Danny Green, I've, I've been so critical of you. That's because I'm a fan. I've been a fan of you since the Spurs. Yeah, yeah. And you was playing kind of horrible in the Toronto game. Son, you got you go, I mean, to understand. Like, you gotta, I was mad at his ass. I was see, so like, pissed. I mean, <laughs> Sports? Do I see sports? Sports is round, bro. Yeah. It's very, it's very round. Today, yeah. you might be on top. And you... <laughs> tomorrow, you're like, all that the bottom, bro. You, know you oh, went 10 games. You went 10 games and floated on air. <laughs> and then you went, you went, you lose 15, yeah. and you yeah. like, damn, what the fuck? Moral of the story is, we fail and yeah. we forget that. Yeah. This motherfucker is still human, too. Yeah. That's just it. They're human, too. Yeah. Maybe he woke up that day. I know. I just think he was a pussy. I, he didn't feel like for for lo- for so what long. If, I think of him. I think of him and Serena Williams as just superheroes. Let me ask you this question, right? Let I feel my. Like I look at him as superheroes, bro. Let me ask you this question. Hold on, let me ask you this question. Have you ever tried to go take an exam, right? No. Have you ever had pussy? Then you go take an exam. Have I? No. Well, have I? Okay. Have you ever had pussy and you want to do something that? you enjoy doing yeah how how was it was it like it was great was everything just you know like, yeah. you, were, like you were like touching yeah. everything you could see things just you know clearly yeah clearly uh, contrary to that having he you know probably I mean? got right, some you know from I mean? Savannah he probably didn't have them before the first day okay okay logic okay cause it does hey it does give you a problem as much as, as, much as yeah. you need women it do, hey, it does it does give us juice. I'm you, You're right because he these last these next and and like I said he shut a lot of us up because these last after that game these last four he been going off listen, man. crazy. He a championship with Cleveland. I, don't I need him. Right. I, listen, I just need him and the Clippers to be in the Western Conference Finals so I can just have like game one through seven parties. Like it's just about to be dope as hell. Like it's, <laughs> I want to see, I want to see that. Like that would be, that would be one for our generation that we would talk about for the ages. If we can get Kawhi, Paul, George, and all of them boys, and LeBron, AD, Danny Green, and all of them boys on that team, I mean on that stage on the Western Conference to see who the best in LA is right then and there. Oh my God, it would be it, man. Well, shout out to you, LeBron, because you out here doing the damn thing. Listen, man, that game—I literally played that game against the Mavericks to some people. Yeah, so he was—he was going—he was, was going crazy, yeah, and man, and I, he shut my ass yeah. up. I was like, for sure, thank you, because that's what I needed you to do. His, uh, his, Period. His, you his, are a superhero in my eyes. Superhero, you are super. You can't be nothing. And I know he's human. 
There was one play. One <laughs> play in that game, son. One play. He took the rebound from his from his side, right? Yeah. Court, and he drove all the way. I mean, he muscled four people in his way. Literally muscled them out of the way and dunked the fucking basketball. He did. Man. And he hung on the rim. He did. He I swung a that. little bit. I seen that. Son, that shit right there muscled was a highlight people. of that game, bro. I don't care who says what. Yeah. He muscled two people out the way, and I'm not taking away from Anthony Davis' greatness to you know. Down no, because that's his. That's that's gonna that's gonna be his man's for a minute. So I'm telling you, dog, this like that's gonna be his man's NBA for a minute. season. It's gonna be crazy. I'm telling y'all niggas who ain't watching the NBA. Who's like, I'm just ready. I'm just ready for PG 13 to come back because yeah, that's gonna man. be crazy. It's gonna know. be crazy. This know. NBA season gonna be crazy. If he plays the same way at the same level or even greater, <sighs> it's gonna be as OKC. It's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be nuts. To have him and it's gonna be nuts. I'm like, hurry up, PG, and get healthy. I'm so mad at the fact that they had a whole championship celebration without Kawhi. No, for real, my nigga. Let's talk about that for a minute. Let's let's just talk about that for like two minutes. This was not normal to me, dog. Let's talk about that for two minutes. What the fuck was that? Did y'all just mail the ring to his ass and just like right. that was it? Right. Because that nigga brought you a championship. Like I know he and went to the, the um, even the um, um like the the the, the 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 whatever the redo or replay yeah. whatever the fuck we're playing on the screen. He was nowhere in that video, bro. I'm like Ooh. the disrespect, dog. Like come on, man. Wow. I'm seeing. I'm like, damn. Y'all just gonna play my man. Play my man's like man. That. That's gonna, you know what, and that's gonna that's gonna fuel him to get another one this year. And it's oh, not it's, it's not gonna be because of LeBron and shit like that. It's gonna just fuel his ass to get another one and get a real celebration yeah. for real, for real in Los Angeles in his hometown. He's gonna be just like fuck it, you fuck y'all. I got my ring, but fuck y'all. Hey, right now, man, I'm telling y'all, man, if you want to buy them stocks, man. You gotta get them stocks. You gotta get them. Um, let's let's get into this Halloween shit. So. Was a lot, a lot of uh, costumes out of Halloween? Did you see any uh, costumes? I seen a lot, man. Just in my um, apartment complex and shit. Did you do, did you go trick or treating? Did you did you feed the kids? I don't do shit. <laughs> you ain't leave no bowls of candy. I mean, I was, I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, was at work, I was at work. You know, kids were stopping by. We had bowls trick or treat. You know, what I mean, they were grabbing shit from there, but I don't. I don't do Halloween, man. Where That's I come it. from, I never knew what the fuck Halloween for, well, it was. They this didn't is, do the, They didn't do a, Halloween in there. They don't Halloween in, uh, in, um, in Africa, bro. But this is oh, this well, a, not Africa. This I was, I was thinking about DC. Oh no, DC do Halloween, of course. But I'm just saying Africa. Like yeah. I was raised, you know, I came on at 16. You know what I mean? So, ah, like, yeah, you was already, was already grown. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, you know absolutely. Hell so, yeah, you came like nigga. What the fuck is all of this? But shit? there's a question. Like, we're talking Halloween. We're talking yeah. about all the scariest shit and all that. So for you parents and you, um, my peers and stuff, you know, what I mean, my age mates or people even like, like, listen, you human beings out there who are Christians. And you go, God, 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 God. Please explain to me this. How do you trust in God and celebrate the dark at the same time? Explain that to me. If you can explain that to me, shut the fuck up, please. When Christianity is brought up, just stay in that little bubble that you're hiding in. Don't come out of it. Just stay there. But two, you are able to explain to me why you believe in God and you try to tell me that, oh, I shouldn't watch. Um... Um, action movies I got a lot of violence in it <laughs> but then <laughs> but then you're out here on Halloween watching scary movies you know what I mean they're killing people um, chainsaw people and stuff <laughs> and you still want to say I'm a fucking believer I believe in God and everything the Ten Commandments and all that shit like nah. <laughs> with that think about it an 
there. I didn't even know he was going to go into that. I was sitting over here like, ooh. Well, happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> I'm not saying we're about the festivities no, of Halloween. No, I love, I love, listen. I don't love, I love watch people dress up. No, I, that's that's I what I love. I love giving out the candy and the dress up part. Like, I love that part of Halloween. But the demonic shit, mm-hmm. that shit, yeah. I just don't understand that part. But, um, yeah. I seen some people in some Halloween costumes. Shout out to um, Anything some of y'all. Uh, not that I came across. It was a lot of um, people who were doing some, like, some artist pitch. One celebrity that stood out to me was B. Simone. Um, if y'all don't know B. Simone, she's an Instagram sensation, uh, actress, comedian, um, uh, entrepreneur. Uh, she had, she was, she was married to the uh, cutout picture of the, ba- of the baby. She was married for no. Oh, Halloween thing. Halloween thing. She was married to the baby, because that's her rapper, I see, I see. and that was like, okay, I see, I see. I, that was that was dope. Um, Sierra and Russell uh, Wilson did um, the Jay Z, the Jay Z and Beyonce, Beyonce yeah. um, ape shit. Meg, Meg, um, that girl was saying hot song for something. Meg something. Oh, Meg, uh, Meg the Stallion. Yeah, you seen her? And her yeah, Meg the Stallion and um, yeah. uh, what's her name? Jordan Woods. They did the uh, Kata- uh the girls from uh, Mortal Kombat. Um, so it was it was a couple out here that was that was that was dope. Um, did was, you see this? You're on Twitter, right? Of course you're on Twitter. Did you see that little kid, a little white kid, dressed as Trump? And I seen two that. other black kids, you know, in chains. No, was it? Yeah, it was actually all white kids, but one was colored black. No, and in chains and stuff, and he Who was holding the chain, shit? bro. And the comment was like, "Oh, y'all think racism going someplace anytime soon? Oh, y'all, oh, think again, like." I'm sorry. I'm just parents. Stop, parents. Stop sitting here, and see that's a, you. And and this is where we teach our kids. Okay, I'm, I'm and that's where I'm gonna just leave it because we teach our kids. I'm gonna just leave that there, and and how you want to teach your kids, how you want to teach your kids. Mm-hmm. However, if you teach them in that way, mm-hmm. do not get upset or mad or hurt or or scream. If they get locked up, shot, killed, I, I don't even want to go there, but it's just like you need to start teaching your kids in a positive manner, in a more positive light. Because that shit right there, that shit on black Twitter, oh, man. Man, I know she probably got chewed the fuck out, spit out. Black Twitter will have your ass probably in a, in a morgue somewhere. It was under Twitter, though. I'm not playing with you. Black Twitter at this point will have you in the morgue or in the, or in the mental hospital because they will chew you up and spit your ass the fuck what out. What the fuck is Black Twitter? Black Twitter? I don't know Black Twitter. If, uh, Black Twitter, low-key, I don't even know when it really started, but because Twitter was just tweeting out all celebrity news that really wasn't black, right? It was some black people out there that was like, fuck y'all niggas. We gonna start doing some shit for us, niggas. Got a voice too, nigga. Hell yeah. So, we, so a lot of people like the Shade Room, Jasmine Brand, and all of them took to Instagram and just went to Twitter and shit like that. And a lot of um, Twitter um, uh, Twitter uh, sensations uh, started, started black Twitter and really just it just became a thing. And now it's a community of, of millions of black people who just don't take no shit from nobody this. down there. I gotta ask you this, right? And just like 
off topic, but because we're on Twitter, I just got to ask. If today, right, mm-hmm. they said, you know what? You got to pick one social media, mm. and that's the only social media you're going to have for the rest of your life. Whoa. What social media would you pick? Platform. What social media mm-hmm. platform would you pick? That's mm. tough, man. I know mine. Easy. It'd probably mm. It wouldn't be Snapchat. I don't. I don't. I don't use Snapchat like that. Snapchat has gotten too. It's gotten too sponsory. Yep. Uh, so Snapchat's <laughs> out. Facebook's out. Definitely. I can't. I can't. Do that. I can't remember the last time I clicked. On I can I can't. It's. It's. The people got too, way too many opinions on Facebook. Um, but probably Instagram for me. Why? Um, because I don't use Twitter like that. Like I use Twitter, but I'm not invested in in Twitter like I am in Instagram. Like, I like Instagram a little bit better. And I've always have. Mm. But um, if it was, it would probably be Instagram. If Instagram sits here and meets some of my fucking demands, they gotta gotta change some shit. Like, change the fucking app back. (laughs) I want the app, the uh, the old app uh, um, thing back. I like that bitch. I I never liked it when they changed the, uh, and switch the app uh, design. Change from, it back. From, from um, the old Yeah, man, change it back. Change it back. Well, we're different. Okay. Man. I'm a big fan of dog mode, man. Like, every, like on all my devices. I've never heard of that. Mode. On all my devices, bro, it's all dog mode. Any app on my phone. Oh, dark, dark mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dark mode, bro. Dark mode, for sure. Dark mode, for sure. But my favorite, um, well, if I had to pick one, it would be Twitter. Okay. And this is why. It's as simple as this. On Twitter, I could put a link to a photo. I could put a link to a video. I could put a link to anything. Any fucking thing. That's true. Right? That's true. And just because, and mind you, we live in a generation, in a microwave generation, right? Where yeah. everything got to be quick and easy. Yeah. Nobody wants to go that extra mile. Mm-hmm. Or oh, I got to leave here and then go there and type this to do that. Now that's too much. But because on Twitter, you're giving me the ability to do all of that, and I can meet my fans' demands. Facts. I rock with that shit. And moreover, like the conversations are different on Twitter, man. It's they like, are different. On, I do like. If Twitter. you got a thin skin, please stay away. I do like Twitter conversations more than please Instagram conversations because Instagram conversations are just for the weak. Twitter conversations are more for the strong. Yeah. I like those yeah. conversations. We have intimate, de- like me and my podcast uh, friends and family. We have like intimate debates. Shout out to the Social Complex podcast. We be having some good debates. They be tagging me and some shit. We just have have some healthy conversations between some good intellectual motherfuckers. That's why I don't worry. People that worry about comments and shit on Instagram. Now you're making me change my decision because now I want Twitter. Because now I just like people because I, I see now like I like Instagram, but it's too much negativity that comes with Instagram. Like I, negativity surfaces with social media, period. And we and we going to scurry off this conversation in a minute. But, but literally negativity scurries with all, all social media. But at the same token, Twitter to me, and I think AK made that good point, is like it's at the helm of just making is at the helm of. The, the the best social media to make good intellectual conversations with people you you don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Instagram will sit there having you on an anxiety attack, sitting sitting there to have you put in a mental hospital, or you I, I can I never for the life of me could understand why celebrities get mad over people commenting over social media shit like that or Once Instagram. Once you put yourself out there, 
It's so dumb. I'm like, I don't like when people comment on my shit and say say some crazy shit. I look at they. I I first click on their page, and if you are a bot, I laugh at you, okay? Because all that is is nothing but a comment. And now, if you're a real person and you have a private page, then I'm really laughing at you because then you just comment on some bullshit. You just private. Now, if you public, all right. See, now we 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 can have a public conversation. A lot of people and. And I'm sorry, you know, to keep like crying on this on on this um, social media thing, but when and this comes from like us being podcasters, right? Yes, you know, yes, we, 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 see, this. Yeah, we see this, we see this, we see this, we see this. Like it's literally, I'm talking about your motherfucking brand, mm-hmm. idiot. Well, sorry for saying that, but idiot. No, like your motherfucking brand. I still, I'm still yet to understand the whole concept of. Okay, I'm going to go on that podcast. I'm going to talk about business. I want to tell the people why I started my business. Right. I want to tell the people how to follow my business. I want to tell the people why they should shop with me. But then when you walk out of there and promotional material is sent to you, you never post on any of your pages. Even your business page, you say, okay, you know what? Oh, this blog was written about me. Oh, I was on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But then, if you go on CNN or you go on Bill Maher or Anderson Cooper, right? It's like, oh yeah, I made it here. I made it here. Why the fuck do you undermine the up and coming? And you give greatness to those on top. Of course, you're gonna give greatness to those on top because that's normal. That's what human beings do. But then, did you ever realize that those people on top also came they were up and coming at some point? Mm-hmm. Did you ever think about that? And just think about no. that. Yo, know, like, there's a lot of people who actually listen to this up and coming people. A lot of people, a lot of people who follow them, the yeah. people who actually your brand is tailored to, do you even realize that? You know what I mean? So it's like with social media, why do you keep your shit private? Yeah. If you're a public entity, like why do you do that? Yeah, because once you make a once you make a social once you make a social media, at that point you you uh, you you're you're public. So I, I mean, but I mean, hey, 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 at that point you 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 do what you do, but um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get let's, let's get to these Airbnb shits because Airbnb over the past y'all been having some some shit. So we gonna get into this quickly. Here's the thing. So Fetty Wap cashed out on the Airbnb for like some you said months. Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap. Okay. Mm-hmm. He cashed out on the Airbnb and now he's getting sued by the landlord. He's getting sued by the landlord because he claims that allegedly there was a mad smoke. In the house, it was it was it smelled like mad marijuana. There was buds everywhere on the floor and shit like that. And if and honestly, I'm not even gonna lie. If you if you if you letting a Fetty Wap type artist rent out your nice new like nice thirty five thousand dollar a month um, house that is definitely decked out. Like if you've seen these pictures, this was a nice this was a nice house in California. Mm-hmm. Um. I was smoking that bitch too. Now I wouldn't do what Fatty Wap does because I have more respect than that. But you tell them no smoking on the premises. However, you can go outside, Fatty Wap. But I know you. I know myself as well. I'm not smoking outside. It's cold outside. I don't want to smoke outside. I don't want to smoke in the room. I understand that. You feel what I'm saying? Outside, man, cold or not. If, yeah. If you don't want to smoke outside, my friend, then stop smoking. You know. What I'm Period. Because I smoke outside. I'm not smoking the house. I love my house. I love my home too much. I spend a lot of time in my home. Yeah. Me smell of smoke. Now, you might go, oh, that's hypocritical because you smoke, but they don't like smell of smoke. Listen, people like what they like. I like smoking outside. It's, hey, you feel me? 
And Fetty Wap obviously likes smoking out. So, shit, you like smoking out? Cool thing. But you better have some spray or some shit to spray it down with. You know what I'm saying? Have some air freshness, some air wick, you know, but you didn't have the best necessities, right? That's one thing with Airbnb. Two, five people got shot and killed at an Airbnb Halloween party. What the fuck is going on with y'all Airbnb? I just need, listen, I'm a big fan of Mm-hmm. Okay, well, maybe I'm a big fan of the people that actually go through you, right? Because they, they've been good to us. You know, I've had Airbnbs in Chicago, here in Grand Rapids, um, in New York. We had one in Toronto. And it wasn't it, it wasn't bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, these weren't bad people. These were, these were nice staying Airbnbs. And when I hear this type of shit, I just be like, damn. What the fuck be going on with y'all niggas and Airbnbs? So, um, I just hope that, you know, the Airbnb gets it together. Um, I know the, the the CEO of it is like, you know, putting down stricter laws uh for Airbnbs, you know, for the policies and everything. I don't want him to get too discriminatory. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, I just wonder <clears throat> yo, listen, if you're gonna advertise a a house on Know who you selling to. And know not, who you know who you're buying. Just, like, just be real with it, man. If you know there's a fucking crack right there, don't show me a picture you took when you bought that house. No, legit. Please don't. Show me a picture of today, like recently, you know what I mean? Dog, this one time we went to Philly to go to the podcast. We to do stuff in the mm-hmm. podcast in Philly. So we sent this crib online, right? We're ready that shit. <clears throat> when we got there, I'm like, that's not the... F- it's not the shit we're seeing online, bro. Like, it was so bad to the point where it was even hard to use a bathroom. Oh, wow. It was hard to, like, motherfucking use a bathroom. So we had to, like... Anyways, man, we're just going to be like that. Like, it, was, it was terrible. <laughs> just make sure your Airbnb is good, okay? Um, Let's get into these uh, AirPods. Uh, these, Air- these Apple AirPods, before we go to break. These Apple AirPods, y'all, um, just came out. These new ones. Um, Still, Apple has not come out with a black set. Every other company <laughs> that is not Apple has come out with a black set of AirPods, just like those. Apple has not come out with a black set of AirPods yet. However, they have come out with a new set of AirPods that have those little, you know, the little ball things on headphones that was, uh, that, uh, that sometimes don't. Dude, listen. Yeah, they try to copy the Beats, man. They did, but the AirPods are not the Beats, bro. Oh, and then so you don't lose your AirPods. They have now a chain. A chain? You know how Beats has like the little, uh-huh. you know, you uh-huh. so you don't have to lose them. Uh-huh. They go over your rounding neck. Uh-huh. So for people who lose their AirPods a lot, they have now to where you can connect it like a little wire chain, just like the Beats, so you don't lose them. I'm just you keep Apple, I just think you just you just doing a lot, man. You just doing too much. You just it's just it's it's just too much. This is what I think, man. It's just a lot. I'll be getting a new phone next year though. I just I just I don't know if I'm getting those AirPods. I won't be getting those. You send the tag on that shit? Price tag? Hell yeah, I'm not paying that shit. For putting that little extra additional thing? I'm not paying that the, shit. No. The, because the reason why most motherfuckers went to that shit. You right? paying for the noise cancellation. Fuck the noise cancellation. Nigga. I'm still going to hear that shit. I'm still yeah. going to hear people talk. Or, or if somebody's talking to me, I'm still going to pull, take them shit out. Like, what the fuck you say, nigga? Because 
if I could literally say, okay, <laughs> keep playing here while I listen to this without taking it out, mm-hmm. oh, now you're giving me, you're really giving me, like, some shit to work with. Right. But if I want noise cancellation, I'm going to buy me some shits like the one you got on right now. Not the AirPods. Right, right. I'm going to buy me one of them things you got on right now, not the AirPods. I'm not trying to buy no AirPods. So I'm trying to buy that little guys. thing on there. First off, them things bug my fucking ear. I but hate those. Cause I hate those. I hate those little ball things. I hate those. I the way them. my ear is set up, I hate them. Hey, I see this meme online. This dude, like, he took the he, he took the photo of the um, AirPods thing, right? Mm-hmm. And started that bitch in Photoshop and colored, you know, the surroundings of it. Like, it was um, like, your ear. I'm so dead. So it's like, damn, so you got nasty ear. Like, you've been using your shit so much, the this, white this, just became this, brown and shit. Because, and that's what it's going to yeah. be for people. Right. Because you know people don't clean out their ears right. with your nasty ass. Right. And it's gonna be brown around. You know what? All right. You know what? You you brother don't point. Why the fuck don't they make the AirPods in black? I'm just saying. Do you do you? I'm just saying. Are you being racist right now, Apple? I'm calling it. You do. I'm calling it. You do everything: white, black, green, red. Hello. Whatever the fuck you want to do. So why the iPhone is the iPhone was matte black and shit like that. So why the iPod? I'm calling it. I'm calling out. I'm calling you out, Apple. Yep. Sure. I'm going there. Or maybe. From a, and, and this is me, you know, playing devil's advocate, of course. I'm going but, there. Uh, maybe it's on a marketing strategy. It's like, you know what? I know that I'm not going to have a lot of features with this with this certain product. So mm. let me take my time, you know, and put stuff out so I can do this for the next five to ten years. Okay. Instead of giving everything at the same time. Because if we give you the, you know, black mode right now, come next year. Please, think about it. What yeah, the fuck right. else are they going to give me? Like... You can go out with some pink Battery, ones, some, some yellow ones. At that point, you just make some colors at right. that point. You know what I'm I feel you. Yeah. All right. I see you, Apple. We still don't change the fact that we need them shits in black, too. Though. Yeah, we, so we need them black, like, like black. on some real shit. We like, want everything black. Hurry Even up. Even if we buy it from a white person, we'll still want everything Seriously. Black. Hurry up, people. All right, we're about to go to break. Um, we'll be back with the PNA Topic of the Week. This, be, uh, this is the PNA Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae featuring AK on ones and two. Yes, sir. We'll be back. We'll be back in five. What's going on, everybody? We back. We back with the PNA Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 104 with my boy AK on the ones and twos right now. Yes, sir. And uh, we are back with the second half of the show, the PNA Topic of the Week. And we ain't going to take too much of your time. But we need to talk about something serious. Men, listen, you know I have a special place in my heart for you. Um, as a man myself, uh, I love, I have love for men. I love men. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, and I mean that in a brotherly way, um, in a mentor, mentee type of way. Um, even in like a fatherly uncle way to some, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I also have to understand that a lot of our mentors, our fathers, grandfathers, uh, were not taught the, they, they didn't have a blueprint on how to be a man. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, they just had to go on what they went on. And what I feel like our generation has right now, I don't want to say a blueprint, but I think we we can observe from a lot of experiences from our past mentors and our um, ancestors of black men that we can sit here and kind of unravel like, okay, 
we have to look in our inner selves and try to dig deep into our emotions. So, like I told y'all, Jason Wilson wrote this book called Cry Like a Man, um, freeing yourself from uh, uh, emotional incarceration. And literally, it just basically talked about his his life, um, like I talked about earlier. Um, his grandfather was lynched. He saw he he either saw that or he he knew that at the age of three, his grandfather got lynched. Um, his mom was in an abusive relationship um, before he was born, and then she moved from Florida to Detroit. Um, then she had him with his father, and then his father was absent. And, um, like a lot of us, um, we have absentee fathers, right? And that's not, and some is by choice. Some is not, uh, for me personally, uh, I got to see my dad every summer. I'm, I'm the same way. My, all my family from my dad's side to my, uh, my mom's side are from Florida. However, my dad's side of the family lives directly in Florida. They live in Orlando right now. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> up until his passing, I saw him every every year during the summer. And he was a smoker, right? And uh, he didn't smoke weed. He smoked cigarettes. Um, I, I believe he did smoke weed. He taught my mama how to smoke weed. And then my mama taught me. So, yeah, my mama taught me how to smoke weed. Yeah. Like, I, I like that. Don't and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I always felt safe. Like I never felt like marijuana was ever bad because I had a grown up teaching me how to do it right. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like even if you feel, you know, my mom was like, I don't want you ever trying to get that shit laced. You know what I'm saying? So let's make sure, you know, and for a time it was it was real cool. Um but my dad my dad always smoked cigarettes. And he was always in the hospital. So every time I would go down to see him, I would have to stay with my... And I told the story uh, about a year ago or two. Um, I would have to stay with my aunt and um, literally just, you know, stay with her and live with her and live with her, my my cousin and everything. And even though me and my cousin grew, uh, grew very, very close and everything, like, I wanted, the, I wanted my dad there. You know what I'm saying? But even when me and my dad did hang out and everything. My dad always showed love. You know what I'm saying? He always showed genuine love. And up until his passing, that's what it was for me. It was genuine love. It was never I seen a I seen a tweet or or post that and I reposted it that people who show love are are kind of different than people who or people who live for love are people uh are are very different from people who live for survival. You know what I'm saying? And my dad didn't show me personally. I can't say for my brothers, and I think for my brothers they can probably say the same. Mm-hmm. Um, How many brothers do you have? Uh, two. I have two um, two brothers that are twins, fraternal twins. Okay. Yep. So uh, both twenty. They about to be thirty in January. I know. Well, shout out to Henry and John Nell. Um, but Henry and John Nell. Yeah, Henry and John Nell. Yeah, Henry. Henry, they are very fraternal. It was like, oh, these fraternal twins—they just came out. Nigga, yeah, they—they get different names. (laughs) Yeah, my dad, my dad wanted me. My mom, when my mom said she was like, your dad wanted you to be Henry Hicks the fourth, and she was like, hell no. She named me after my uh, my granddad, Tyronza Hicks. Well, Tyronza, but then she gave me Hicks, of course. 
Um, but literally just up until his passing, you know, he was just, you know, smoking cigarettes and just being very, but he wasn't, he wasn't low about it. He was always happy in my, in my presence and my, and when I was around him, he was always happy. He always put on a smile, you know what I'm saying? Like it was just good to be in his presence. And, um, I think why I act the way I act, why I am the way I am and why I show so much love the way I do is because I didn't live for survival. I live for love, right? And I even tried living for survival. Mm-hmm. It's not my thing, right? I can't try to live for survival because people are really out here living to survive. You understand what I'm saying? And I try something that people are actually doing out here, and I'm like, no, I can't do that. I have to. I, I live for love, right? I live to show people love. You know what I'm saying? Even if that's my fellow man, right? My fellow brother. You understand what I'm saying? And for a lot of us in our generation and past, showing genuine love to each other is like, it's gay. I don't know why that is to this point. Um, because at this point in my life right now, I said, I've, I've been called all things under the sun, right? And I felt like I've, during my teen years, I had a, Real diverse group of friends. Like, I wasn't popular or nothing like that. Right? I wasn't popular or nothing like that. I was definitely lame. But, like, my friend group was definitely, like, girls and men. It wasn't... I never looked at, like, gender shit. Or, like, if you was a good friend to me, you was a good friend. That's what it was. So, when when I read Jason Wilson's book about crying like a man and, you know, hearing you know, the generational trauma of men, I just have to talk to my men and be like, man, we, we, we got to cry. We got to let our emotions be out. We have to let, um, we have to show our boys at a young age that we have the ability to sit here and be vulnerable. We yeah, have I was to. Just, I was just going to say that, you know I mean? Like, <clears throat> tailoring it to just the, 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 the whole notion of crying, that's like, Putting in a box, yeah. Right? But if we say you got to be vulnerable, vulnerable is big. vulnerability is big. Absolutely, it's big. Why? Because that shows you're human. Yeah. Right. Um, how can you be? How can you understand somebody's pain if you don't take yourself to that level? Yeah. Of vulnerability. Right? Yeah. To allow yourself to feel. Yeah. You might not feel exactly like that, but you feel in the like you're sharing that pain. Right? Yeah. If you're not vulnerable, how are you doing that? And how do you expect to like give somebody advice? You don't share any emotions. Exactly. I'm currently reading this book called "To Give Up Imperfection," mm-hmm. and it's just like if on my Twitter, man, like one of my homeboys, shout out to, shout out to Achiri, you know what I mean? That's all. Uh, he's part of that. Hey, uh, turn, up, turn, up, client, turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. He he literally called me like I said. He said I said, "Boys, are you a poet this morning?" Yeah. Like, nah, man. I'm just. That's my. Most people write stuff on their notepad. Yeah. Twitter is my shit because when I write it, I always go back. I'm that person. Let's go back and yeah. look at what I posted. And yeah. if it's like a laughing moment, I'll still laugh. It was an educated moment. I'm still, I'm still inspired. I'm right. still educated. You know right. what I mean? Stuff like that. So, and reading, like, man, reading is very important, man. Because for me, it's more of I'm getting the, you know, the mind of the writer. I'm trying to understand why the book, why the book, what message is about to forth. Yeah, you know, what I mean, read between the lines. Yeah, it might say I'm going to school, but that's a 
there's an underlying yeah. factor to it. Why? How? You know, all those different things. You you, you have to ask those questions. Mm-hmm. So in being vulnerable, you know, like you, you want with yourself. Yeah. How can you be one with yourself if you're not vulnerable? To even to yourself. To even to yourself. Yeah. Think about that for a second. You know, we're, we're so quick. I think we're quick as men to be vulnerable to women because they're so open to be vulnerable. No. No, no, no. Right? No, no, no. no, no. I beg to differ. Really? The reason why. And those are like the people who have actually gotten to the, Those are actually people who have gotten to a point where they're so comfortable in themselves, right? They've already passed that real stage. Or, I can see I can that. talk about it and everything. Yeah. And they're so comfortable in themselves. But most men, and you, y'all, like y'all could come for me. You know, I'm ready for the heat. Like you only get vulnerable when you want some pussy. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Talk and about it. Those who are not are the definition of what women would say assholes or or uh, what's it a word? Fuckboy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those who are not. But what if in just a regular man, woman, um. Um, friend, uh, you know what? I don't want to use more friendship because I'm still finding it hard for a man and a woman. Well, a man who was in a community relationship with being friends with a woman, you know, what I mean? I'm it still can find it hard to understand. Like, I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but there's so many layers to it that, yeah, because because we've as a black men culture, we have sat here. And given the green light for every man past and present to sit here and cheat on a woman. Now, y'all can sit here and call me out on that one, but it's very factual, actual factual. From your favorite celebrities to your common ass dad. You understand what I'm saying? And it's not all of them, but it's most of them. And for all of us, You've kind of given us the green light to do whatever. Now, women are always going to sit, black women in particular, are always going to sit here and be like, no, we're not taking up. We're not dealing with that. And rightfully fucking so. You don't have to deal with no bullshit like that. I'm just saying, like, black men for us, past and present, have given us the green light to do this shit. So when we talk about, like, the layers of friendship with commitment and a man being in a committed relationship, with a woman and then being friends, you know, with a woman who is just a friend, literally just a friend. For me personally, if I had a friend, try my friend and I meet you, my friend, my female friend, we have nothing going on, but my friend, if you can't get along with my friend, there's a problem. If we can't sit here and have a, a a grown-up conversation about it which typically is going to outsource your insecurities as a woman or as my woman because you feel threatened by my friend so now because you feel threatened possibly by my friend you want me to give her up no that's not going to happen that's not going to happen for me i'm too secure in myself as a man now a lot of men are not like that you understand? They not like me and you where we're securing ourselves where we can sit here and just be us. You understand what I'm saying? One, they need a woman. They need I want I talk about this all the time. They need one. Mm-hmm. They need them like they mama. Mm-hmm. We see that all the time. Mm-hmm. 
They need them like they mama. What do you say that? No, continue to look for this thing I posted today. And it's the and it's the problem to the point where okay, you need a woman like your mama, but she doesn't need to raise you like your mother because you're already raised. You're supposed, or you at least you're supposed to be right. But then that goes back to the dad. That goes back to the generational trauma. We're always looking for our who, our father. Like our mother is always there, but we're always looking for our dad. I'm not. Maybe <laughs> I'm not. I'm more of like yeah. I'm more of I'm on the but side a lot of, of but a, a lot, lot of men people, yeah. yeah a lot of I'm men on, are I'm on the side of or like, this is me looking at my dad or probably looking for self I'm looking at myself my dad like nah oh shit yeah this mistakes I never want to make in my mother no legit you know what I'm saying like that's why I'm looking but at that's the thing it's not a lot of conscious people out here like that you understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying. That have that conscious mentality like me. Because I look at the world just like that. If I see a black man making a mistake, I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to make that mistake. If I see a black man making a, a, a good choice, I'm like, mm, I want to follow in that footstep. Mm-hmm. I'm so observant like that to the T where I'm just like, ooh, I watch you for a reason. Mm-hmm. I watch you for your mistakes. Mm-hmm. I watch you for your positivity. Mm-hmm. I watch you for, for right. both. Right. 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 And Just to drive that point. Yeah. Home again. You know what I mean? This is what he just said. I'm not just looking for the righteousness. I'm not. I'm also looking for the failures. I'm, I gotta look. You because, have to. Yeah, because it's from those failures. That you you have to. begin to understand why that person is in that elevation or is in that state of Because you're like, bro, he if he take that pitfall and you in that same lane, right. he probably telling you, showing you. Because I always say actions speak louder than words. So that show and tell, you can tell me something, but if I see it and I'm in the same lane you in... Mm-hmm. I'm not taking that pitfall. I'm about to swerve over right, right. and then go around. Right, right. That's, like, that's like you telling somebody, hey, man, come join this company. Why? Because you know Exactly. Like, oh, oh, buy this product. Why? Because it's going to do this. Like if did you, you have the product, did you buy it? If you know, I take a pitfall. you telling me too? Right. You if I take it? a pitfall, I wouldn't want the person behind me to sit here and take the, the same pitfall I take because, oh, you being dumb. No, look at my, if, if I'm on some dumb shit, look at me. And look at me and say, okay, I don't want to be on that dumb shit. Right. Thank you. Because right. I don't want to be on that dumb shit right. either. So all I'm saying for men, for real, for real, is that we need to stop really just acting like we're on that dumb shit. For real, for real. Like, let me bring it all together. We just got to stop acting like we're on that dumb shit. Here's the thing. I believe nowadays in our culture, we have the opportunity to, as particular black men, to sit here and 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 really foster into our emotion, right? I'm not telling you you got to see it. Now, that's levels to it. I ain't telling you you got to sit here and do the whole cry therapy thing. It's levels to it. You do how you do. Just like you said, you go in your room mm-hmm. and you cry mm-hmm. and you let it out. Me personally, I journal and I cry. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that shit. I love talking to the people. I don't care. I'm an open book. Mm-hmm. I let it I let it out. It's different layers to shit. Right. But However healthy it works for you, let it out. And that's the thing. People, men, for us, don't try. We don't even try. We sit here and go to the common thing, which is women or a woman. And we let our emotions out in her. And then she becomes the source of our emotional stability. Mm -hmm. And I think that does not help nor. To your point, right? To drive your point home again, what he's really trying to say is this, my people, 
um, women will always like we are Sunday you hear brunch right yeah you see a bunch of women get together yeah they're drinking the mimosas but they're also talking about life mm -hmm. you know what do you do what drive you can do what you do I see you buying this and that how do you do that how can I get how can I live myself to be on that you know with like yeah. you know what I mean they do that I've seen this happen in the DM yeah yeah they are but I ask myself like why the fuck do we men only get together when it's time to smoke weed Mm. Have to drink alcohol. Talk about you know, it. Nothing comes. Talk about nothing it. Nothing productive comes from that. Talk about it. Why can't we talk get together? About it. You know what I mean? Like we say, okay, you know what? Shit, I can cook, right? Yeah. Why can I not cook? I invite my brothers and go, yo, nigga, I cook, right? Niggas, I cook, eat. Yes, just drinks, but don't drink to the point where you cannot slizzard. Yeah, exactly. Get fucking slammed. Have topics on the board saying, you know what? Today we're talking about reading. We're talking about. Oh, self Because we love. don't do we that shit, about, my nigga. We talking about brother love or sister love. Mm -hmm. We talking about feminism. Have you ever been in a room with so much men? Like, just all men. Matter of fact, let me put it in this, in this way. Have you ever been in a sausage... Have you ever been at a sausage fest? And all they talk about is feminism. Think about that. Think about that. Have you ever experienced that? If you raise your hand that you have, I applaud you. But I tell you, the percentage... It's, it's very low. Zero, 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 five. It's very low. That do shit like that. And of course, matter of fact, bro, I'm about to start some shit where we're going to organize something here just for men, right? I don't give a fuck if we're going out to like some restaurant minus the alcohol. Yeah. Of course, we're going to have some hookah, man. You know what I mean? Like, at least have one thing, you know, that's at least sociable, but no alcohol because I feel like with alcohol, a lot of people won't. Get our character, or they go forget tomorrow. What oh we're yeah, about. of course. You know what I mean? It's just a, a controlled environment where we share ideas. I'm telling you, man. Like somebody could sit and say something, and that resonates with you. And tomorrow, you create a whole business when you even have think about it. Right yeah, now. you know what I mean? Type yeah. of thing. Just because somebody sparks something in you, like some flame, and I've seen this happen time and time again. So I'm encouraging my brothers. Call up a brother. Have a conversation yeah. that has nothing to do with women. Absolutely nothing to do with women. If you can do that. That's why I love my friend. Then That's why I love my friend. Bainers, I'll leave you with this question, which, I, which is from the gift of imperfection, the mm -hmm. book. And she asks, what is the importance of self-love? Right? Mm. And the idea Y'all know that, I love me some self-love. And the idea that you love others more than and is the idea that you could love others more than you could love yourself even real yeah it is if you don't love yourself to that same altitude how can you give somebody else something that you don't even listen have? i have it i ain't even gonna hold you you know what let's put this as a topic for another podcast we can put it we can we can we can because have that if we, if we get to that it's gonna be a whole nother for the next Five, six hours. But no, for real, just to quickly answer that, like, yes, it's possible, but I think you have to love yourself unconditionally first before you can get that love. To... Listen, I was talking with a friend the other day about having to separate yourself from even your friends, like separate yourself from people just so you can show yourself. Mm -hmm. Yourself. Mm -hmm. How many times have I gotten on this podcast and talked about loving on you? Okay, showing yourself some love. Yeah, 
Showing yourself. I tell y'all, take y'all asses out and get yourself a steak by yourself. Dress up by yourself. Get fine, get cute, get handsome by yourself. And you go out and you paint the town red or paint the town blue. I don't know what color you want to paint it, but you paint it the color you want it by yourself. I just under, don't understand why we just cannot be by ourselves because we think we are lonely. That is not the that, that is not it. As a only as raised as an only child, I literally hated being alone, right? But it came to a point where literally God had to tell me, my brother, my son, it's okay. First of all, you're not alone. I was always here, and I knew that. I just didn't feel that. And once I felt it and I knew it, oh, bro, being alone is my favorite pastime. It's not even like I don't want to be with people. I know that I'm just separating myself from from the pack. I'm separating myself because I'm not like others. You understand what I'm saying? I get it. I can be. Don't trust me. When I go out, I cut up. When I go out there, I cut up. But when I'm inside, when I get in my zone, Mm -hmm. I like to be in me. Mm -hmm. I don't like to be out and doing all of the dangle popping and shit like that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm me. I do me. Talk your shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Listen, when I tell you that, you know, people hit me up like, yo, son, let's do something. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm chilling. I'm, I'm chilling, man. I'm like, why are you always home? Bro, wh- why are you not? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, nigga, please tell me something that I'm going to do out of the app yet. That I haven't done you already. Know, you know what I mean? Like, tell me. We're going to do the same dumb shit. That's I know, it. I know myself. I'm a cognac guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. All it me. takes is for me to start taking one, two, three shots. And it's all right. And once I feel like myself, I'm already up there yep. to the point where I can't, you know, come down. Yep. Come back down. Then I'm buying shots with every fucking person. And I'm going to wake up in the morning like, what the fuck happened? Like, why did I even do that? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's what I don't want to experience. So, no, I refuse. I'm not coming there. And nowadays, you can't even say, like, someone will say, yo, just leave your wallet at home. <laughs> Yeah, okay. You're like stupid. your friend next to you can say, man, just cash out me the money, bro. I got you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, You're right. And you cash out and then they got a paper shit. So you just got to know yourself, man. Yes. I like being home on the weekends. I literally love being home. I, matter of fact, I like it is. It over. is the past. I yes. like having people over. Let's smoke and smoke. Once I get out of saying? this motherfucking dorm, yes. You yes. And you got to pull up to something uh, next weekend, by the way. Oh, turn on. We got up here. My bad in let you know. No, you good. Bad. I'm there. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's coming weekend. We're going to start this shit. You, Cornell, and a bunch of other men, we're going to get together, even if it's at a clubhouse. You know, I mean, we play pool and mm-hmm. we, you know, sipping and shit. But just because it's just all men and we're having those conversations, because, man, I'm all about conversations, bro. I'm, listen, I'm all about that. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm always down. To have good grown men conversations in an environment that tailors to us, um, yeah, man. I just, I just want my black men to understand um, that you're kings, that you can express your emotions, that you don't have to hide them, and that you can express them at any level that you choose. Don't disrespect. Don't do that. But express your emotions, like AK said. He goes into his room and he does that. Like I said. I sit here and cry to my friends where I talk about it. There's levels to how you express your emotions for us men. And we, first of all, I think the the, 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 the thing 
the the first thing about it, and I think the greatest thing about it, about expressing your emotions is, is understanding that you have them. Right. Once you understand that you have emotions and that you need to express them, you're already on the right path. But then you have to do the work in harnessing, tailoring and understanding those emotions. Okay, that's the hardest part for men. Right. That's the hard part for us. We don't know how to understand, tailor and focus our emotions. And trust me, it's a it's a work in progress. But I I deal with that every day. I said, man. I'm going to put this out as a man. If you ever get to the point where. You go hug your brother. And I'm not talking about your blood brother. I'm talking about a friend. That yeah. You, that you hold close to your heart. And you might argue with me, oh, no, no, no. Just because I said close to your heart would mean that you're bushy, bushy. Man. You know, get yourself out of that mindset of that mushiness. Like, if you could tell a brother that you love them without any second thoughts to it. Yeah. Right? If you could hug a brother and keep moving without any second thoughts to it. Because that's another form of saying, yo, you know, I fuck with you. You know, I love you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? As a brother. If you could do that, then you're on the right path, you know what I mean, to understanding all the different complexities of life when it comes to, you know, just being whole, being true to yourself, you know, that love. And some of y'all might tell me, oh, you don't, shit, I'm, I'm a work in progress, man. You feel me? Everybody I'm a work, is. And, like, just because I'm, I, just for the matter of fact that I can say this, I'm one step ahead of you who it hasn't even tried. Say it. He wasn't yeah. even tried. You know what yeah. I mean? But it was just saying something and doing it. Maybe just saying it first is your first step. Just letting those words come yeah. in your mouth. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like it's you've heard it broken. It really that, is. I'm a G code. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you've already broken that. Whatever, whatever that means. You've already broken that. Then you show it. It that it goes a long way. It really do go a long way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, before sometimes when some of my friends go, I love you, man. I look across the room, like, I'll roll my eyes, like, across, like, that wall. You know what I mean? I'm like, look, look, yeah, and I hang up the phone. And then once I started, like, really understanding, understanding it, you know what I'm saying? Like, really see where they're coming from. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, shit. I'm the one who was dreaming here. Right. I'm the one who is lacking here. Just like, what the hell you say? Right. And then like, oh, you, you didn't mean it like that. You meant to, you meant to like exactly. a brother way. Oh, exactly. shit. And I think that's what a lot of people see. I was raised in love. My mama just raised me in love. So it was just like, show your emotions, boy. Cry, boy. Like, she 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 taught me the way, she, she taught me differently than what I seen. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was very conflicting at first being like, wait a minute. Mama, you teaching me to show love, but people not really showing that love back at first. You know what I'm saying? But, but then, can never look at it that way. but you can never look at it that way. And the more I continue to show love, more and more people just start to come mm-hmm. and come and mm-hmm. just be like, you know mm-hmm. what? Showing love is the best way because just hate is not it. So I just want my brothers to understand. It's like it's not gay to show your brother love. It's not sitting here. It's not even gay to show a gay brother love in our community. Like, stop being like this. I told y'all this before. Just like, stop. Not like everybody we, is, man. Period. Like, you know we brothers, bro. Like, it don't. It, it it really don't matter. Like, it really don't. Like, let's just let's just continue in love, man. So, um, we about to get out of here. Make sure that y'all follow uh, AK on Instagram. What's your, what's your Instagram, AK? Hey, my Instagram. I had to switch up on niggas. Oh, you had to switch up on that. I synced it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, my my own. Now, before anything, man, y'all go follow something with the podcast, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. SITM podcast and every platform. Shout out to the whole team, man. Ma, Reflex, my co-host, Achiri, uh, Sir Charles, 
you know, he's bodying the shit out of the couch show, man. You got to go check out the couch show. I like that couch show. Comment, yeah. comment, 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 man. We love to hear from you. Um, the website is www.sitfpodcast.com. Check out our blog section, man. We got dope writers, you know, that contribute to our blog section. And you can follow me on my personal page on all platforms is Wise Man AK. It's W I Z E M A N A K. Bet. Yes, sir. Listen. We out of here. We're about to get out of here. Make sure y'all follow us on all platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not about to run the list again. Y'all heard it in the first part. But just make sure y'all follow them. Subscribe, share, like, and all that. We'll be back for the After Dark show. You know we're going to have some craziness on there, of course. Uh, I love y'all. Be easy. Stay breezy. And peace out. Love peace. and hair grease.